0: The Merca (laughs) Girls. Welcome to the Merca Girls podcast. We are the Merca Girls. I'm Abby. I'm Allie. (laughs) (sighs) And I'm Jenny.
1: (laughs) Welcome back. We're gonna hear Abby give her birth story because she loves birth so much and (laughs) loves talking about dying
0: to tell this story.
1: And her story is really cool and can relate to probably a lot of people because she had a C-section, although it was unplanned. Tell us about when you maybe first knew you were in labor.
0: Let me back up a little even before that. Well, what had happened was (laughs) the, the night before, so 14th, December 14th, I worked for Ohio Health, big hospital corporation. And it was like the employee outing outing to the Columbus Zoo to see the zoo lights. So they had, like, reserved the zoo, and so we got to go for free. And I love zoo lights. It was freezing cold, but I was 10 years pregnant at that point, so I'm never my cold. Hot box. Right. Couldn't even zip my coat, but mm-hmm. I was like, right now, right we So we walked around, you know, it was probably I don't know, two miles maybe of strolling around, seeing the lights. And I had heard, I remember hearing Colleen talk about Walking before she went into labor and like having it in my head. Ooh, this is, you know, maybe this will work. What was your due date? My due date was the 20th. So I was six days out from my due date. But yeah, you know, I just was like, I wasn't like, it was winter. So it's not like I was going on a whole lot of like, I was going on nun walks by myself. So anyway, so the next day I was off work at that point. My doctor gave me a work excuse like, ten days prior, because I was retaining oh, yeah. so, much. so much. I was so swollen. I <laughs> couldn't hold pens. Like, it was, like, oh, my, my God. hands were just, like, fat, <laughs> like, shoots coming out of my palms. <laughs> like You couldn't type, right? I, yeah, basically. <laughs> so, it wasn't that bad, but I was like, yeah, if you want to get, send me home, absolutely. So, she did. So, I was, like, already, like, not going to work and stuff like that, just relaxing. So, the next day, we had plans... To bake cookies mm-hmm, at Meemaw yeah. Tobin's. So I went over there at, like, 11 a.m. to bake cookies. Christmas cookies. Obviously, it's December. Were you there? mm mm-hmm. Were you already there? Yeah. <laughs> so I got there. Let's see. This is 2016. And I peed. And it was, like, extra trickly. Mm. I was, like, weird. Just kept trickling. Yeah, like, it just kept trickling. <laughs> so I wasn't sure. And, you know, so it's, like, God, I, I guess I'm done. I'm going to gonna leave the bath. I'm done. But then I could, like, sort of feel it drippy afterwards and I'm like, "Is that when you Were you in the bathroom for a really long time? I was for a long time. And then I came out and I remember like, standing behind Meemaw's black armchair and being like, hmm, okay, cool. And then it was just like, nope, I'm still leaking. And just thinking like, fuck, is this it? It was, it wasn't, like, real obvious. Mm -hmm. And it was like, annoying but kind of gross so I like went back to the bathroom and I'm like waiting and like kept wondering Mm -hmm. if it was gonna gush Mm -hmm. but it was like a slip barely even a trickle but still like you're like I'm not choosing to do this this is just but it is weird like you're like am I peeing like you're like (laughs) certainly I can you know I know my own own anatomy Mm -hmm. to like tell where I'm leaking from no I couldn't tell and so I just kept going back to the bathroom and I just remember meemaw you know 88 years old, shuffling over, like, are you okay? (laughs) And I was like, um... I don't know. And I must have told you, or you figured it out. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? Well, I just remember you being kind of
2: weird and standoffish and being in the bathroom for a long time, and I must have asked you, are you okay? Or what are you doing? And I think you must have told me, I wonder if my water just broke. I think my water just broke. Of course, in Meemaw's house, white, pristine, cleanest house in the world, your water is breaking all over her house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it would be like if your water broke in the oval office. Like it's like yeah. so fancy. I'm like no. At some point I know that I mm-hmm. I called my husband and was like, "I think maybe my water broke. You should probably just come over. I'm not sure." And at one point I was like in the shower? At Memos? Yeah. Really? God, uh-huh. I don't remember that. I probably wanted to, like, wash it off or something? Yeah, and also, like, to try to... I don't know what I was... I don't know what I was doing. But anyway, it just became obvious, like... And I and then I think contractions started. But uh, again, I couldn't have even called them contractions at the time. Things just escalated where I was like, shit, the real deal. Did you guys go straight to the hospital? No, we had, to, we had to go home and get the bag, because we right. were packed at that point. So I remember driving home from Mimos and the contractions at that point were five minutes... Mm-hmm. And like you know, having multiple contractions in the car on the way home, and being like, "Oh my god, this mm-hmm. is really happening." Were you scared, or did you feel like at peace? I was probably scared for sure, mm-hmm. but it's like the balls rolling, right? You know, it's, it's just like good. you, yeah, like you're you're on no. this roller coaster ride, and you're going. All I, I don't remember much. I remember wearing big giant boots because it was snowy. Huh. I don't remember. I don't remember how we got up to labor and delivery, but I remember being triaged. And they check you for what kind of fluids it is, yeah, to see if it's amniotic fluid, or not. right? And they instantly were like, "Yes, this is amniotic fluid." Which I, I was like, I knew it. And they put the fetal monitor mm-hmm. on that like checks the on your belly, it's like a yeah, yeah, belly. that checks your heartbeat. But I was only. A couple cent. I must, I was three cent. I had been three centimeters mm-hmm. up until that point. And so that's what I was then. So they were like, you're staying, but go walk for an hour. So they were like, get me in a delivery room, but told me to walk for an hour. So, but I was like up on the floor, you know, in my gown, pacing around, you know, like stumbling into walls. And, you were know. you talkative
1: or in your head no. or cussing or?
0: No, but I was just quiet. No, it wasn't like
1: screaming
0: the halls <laughs> or no. And then we went back to the room. So we checked in at noon. Went back to the room. I don't remember getting Pitocin, so I have you, no idea.
1: You you did get it, though.
0: Did I? I yeah, have no idea. You did. How do you know?
1: Because I we remember. Were you ha- were getting there. Pitocin, and you did a lot of time on the birth ball, because we were able to come in and see you laboring. I did. Mm-hmm. I bounced
0: in the ball for and a little bit. And it was very bit. obvious you hated <laughs> your you life miserable. and you hated us being there. I, I absolutely... <laughs> It was not this joyous, beautiful, I'm glowing, and I'm connected to Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. I hated it. I wasn't conversational. Mm -mm. Like, it was like, you sit there in the dad chair, and I'm here, and we don't speak. You know, because you're just... I hadn't had meds yet, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah. You know, and the contractions at that point are every, like, two minutes, 90 seconds... But they identified early on the cord is around his neck. So every time I would have a contraction, his heart rate would drop. Mm -hmm. So they're like, okay, the cord's around his neck. So then it became this, like, let's figure out how to get the cord. Try this position. Get on all fours. Bounce on the ball. I don't really remember what else. And (laughs) it didn't work. So they're Mm -hmm. monitoring it. Like, it's okay. It's not unsafe, but we're monitoring this. But in the meantime, you weren't making the progress you had hoped. Right. And so I just did not... No, I didn't dilate anymore. I think you stopped at five, didn't you? I got to five at, like, two hours in, and then it just stalled out. Mm. Did you get an epidural at that point? At seven hours in, so, like, 7 p.m., so I'd been laboring for seven hours. They were like, look, if you want an epidural, you should do it now. Like, it's been a long time, and at that point, the contractions were 90 seconds, like, very regular and intense, and i don't remember thinking like i'm dying like they had you on oxygen for some reason do you remember why they put you on I oxygen? Know. yeah i don't remember why i do remember being on oxygen need to help. oh my god Being in that bed on all fours, on oxygen, like I just felt like a farm animal. Like I hate
1: That's when you and I peeked in and we quickly realized she would hate it. Yeah, if she
2: knew we were were, I'm sure you know like everyone
0: behind you is just getting a full show (laughs) of like your backside, you know. You're getting constant checks, pelvic exams and Yeah. No, it was not I was not a happy camper. So the game of the epidural, yeah, seven hours in, just because they were like I don't remember feeling like I'm in so much pain I'm dying.
2: I need to. Survive, blah, 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 blah.
0: It was just like.
2: Did they say maybe it would help you progress or anything or
0: not even? I don't, I just remember them saying it's been seven hours and you're gonna cross the threshold. Like at some point you won't be able to get an epidural and you'll just have to go forward. But now I'm like, but I was only at five centimeters. So I don't know if there's just a timing thing. I don't remember. But I was but like, you wanted oh, an epidural. Well, yes, I did not want to go through labor without an epidural. Sure. So even though I didn't feel like, oh, my God, I'm in so much pain, I'm dying. Right. I was terrified at the thought of going through labor yeah. without it. So I what agreed. If? And I remember they, the anesthesiologist came down. And, yeah, you're hunched over the side of the bed. You have to hold very still.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember the first time he missed and he had oh. to pull back out and, like, re-insert. Oh. Because he missed whatever, the the pocket, the spinal, whatever. Did he uh, tell you he missed? Yeah. And they warned me ahead of time, like, you know, sometimes if we miss, you know, da-da-da-da, and of course it happened. And the only other thing I remember them warning me about was spinal headaches. Like, some people Mm -hmm. get these spinal headaches Mm -hmm. after epidurals. I've heard of that, yeah. But I didn't. It really was a game changer. You know, probably 10, 15 minutes after, like... You can tell you're having contractions because you feel pressure, but the pain is just gone. Like, I was like, oh, my Lord. The worst part was the catheter. I hate having a catheter. Mostly it's the taking out that's unpleasant.
1: So how long after your epidural was it like, okay, let's do a C-section?
0: So another two hours went by and nothing. No progress whatsoever. (laughs) And again, the contractions are just as constant. So his heart rate is continuing to drop. It's not flipping. So at that point it had been nine hours. So they were like, we really don't want to wait a whole lot longer. You're not making any progress. And we're worried about...
2: He's still in distress
0: this whole time. Yes. What this, you know, this sort of fetal distress. Yeah, that's what they kept saying. Fetal distress. Right. So they're like, we think that you should do it. And I was like... You, I don't think that the doctor, like, finished talking. Like, I was like, yes, I want... I wanted a C-section. Like, my entire pregnancy, I had this dream, like, mm. three months in that I asked for a C-section. And I was, like, embarrassed. Because you can't ask for a C-section beforehand. Yeah, you can. In my head, Uh-oh. I could not. Because of my pride. <laughs> and the Lord heard my prayers, my, the deep longings of my heart... <laughs> And he gave me a C-section because I was afraid. I was just afraid of, again, mm. trauma to my my um, nether regions. And then it was fast. From the time they were like, let's do this, to me being in the OR was 30 minutes. Wow. And the surgery, at, being in the OR was no more than 45. They can do it much faster. But it wasn't like an emergency emergency. No. You know what I mean. Did you watch it or did you ask for a curtain? You can't watch. They don't let you watch because too many people faint. It's too gory. So there's like, even for the partner, once so once. So then they give you like full paralysis. I don't know. It's more than epidural. You're like fully Mm -hmm. from the waist down. You're fully numb. Gone. Yeah. And they wheel you back there and they strap you down. You're laying on your back, but your arms are strapped at the wrists, crucifix style. Maybe so you don't flail, but I was so shaky. The, oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know, like oh, shivering yeah. so bad, and you, you know, there's mm-hmm. nowhere to go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and yes, you, there's no mirrors in the OR, absolutely. It's just too gory. And my husband kept trying to stand up. To look over the curtain and see what was going on. And they just kept being like, Sir, sir, sit down. I, the <laughs> nurse was like putting her hand on his shoulder, like, sit down, sir.
2: Uh-huh. Sir, you can't
0: look. And he was like, ah, you know like, in full like. He was like bouncing suit. off the walls. Oh yeah, for sure. Like a hundred percent like garbed up in blue with the like little bonnet blue thing little... on and it was very fast, didn't feel a thing. Which is crazy. Wow. And I they just peek remember over
2: the curtain like yeah they put your
0: baby. they hold him up from a distance, but he just sort of looked like a shrivelly, pale prune. Yeah, you know. No <laughs> we'll And it. then they take him back to the. I think they weigh him maybe first. They probably put him under
1: like a warmer. Uh huh. And, uh-huh, and him put him
0: in a blanket. So they must cut the cord, they wrap him up, and then they give the baby to dad, because you're still strapped down, so you mm. can't hold your baby first. So, yeah, I just remember my husband holding him. But, yeah, I don't know if it's adrenaline. I'm not sure where all the shaking co- Hormones, adrenaline, reaction to Something the in the drugs gives you the shake, because I had the shakes after my epidural yes. real bad. So it was like, I don't think I could. I would have just been like, <laughs> you know, like shaking him if I had been trying to hold him. So then, I assume they... Pull all the leftover bits out. Stitch you back up. I think I got staples Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, or Either or. Yeah. Is this not right? Mm -hmm. So, and then they take you to recovery, like the post-op room. And that's when we were able to come in and meet. Yes. And then family can come. Obviously, they don't go to the OR, but family can come to post-op. And you guys were all there. And
1: this was, like, nighttime at this point. I mean, it was, like, mm-hmm. 10 p.m. Right. So
0: b- probably by the time you got back, it was pushing midnight. And you'd been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The moment you got there, we're all the waiting eagerly. And my husband's family was also there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't very emotional. It wasn't it's like, oh, there's this great bond. And it was sterile. You're in an operating room. And you're strapped to a table. Which was fine for someone like me, because mm-hmm. I don't have any emotions to begin with. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't magical by any stretch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So no one knew his name. And I got to say it right. Cooper Bruce. And people cried a lot.
2: Yeah, we did.
0: <laughs> Jenny's crying right now. I didn't, but I did. it was definitely Misty. Uh-huh. Here's what I remember. He was born with a golden mullet. He had no hair oh. <laughs> on the front or top. It started basically like directly above his ears, and then it was only on the back of his head. This, And it was, like, gold. Like, it wasn't, like, blonde, like a toe head. It was, like, golden, like a lion mane. And I remember thinking, like, what? How is this hair pattern possible? Like, so bizarre. Like,
2: you noticed that when they held him up over the curtain? No, but once oh. they get
0: him wiped off and yeah. you're inspect. When they were wheeling me out of the OR, they finally did put him in my arms, and I'm just sort of looking at him. I'm sure he had a hat on, so I'm sure I didn't notice then. But Mm. afterwards, thinking like, wait a second, (laughs) this hair's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, it was late, though, because he was born at 10.10. You guys didn't stick around super long. I think we met him and then left. Mm. Yeah. So then... I remember them doing, like, APGAR tests for this, that, and the other thing. Oh, and I tried to nurse in recovery to no avail. Yeah. Right after I got on the OR. They're like, okay, you know, we want you to try now. No. Nothing. Because I think that that's common when you have a C-section. It can mess up your hmm. milk because mm. something about yeah all the hormones probably aren't triggering right because it's not the birth canal is not being engaged and uh, yeah whatever anyway so <laughs> it mess it can mess with your milk flow huh which it definitely did okay so they identified early on like hmm, his blood sugar is kind of low like i remember them saying that in the recovery room and i don't know how they well they do a, a healed stick and they're like eh, it's kind of low and then being like come on buddy you know like and so that's why they like gave him instead of waiting for me to nurse they like because mm-hmm. it's the blood sugar is regulated by milk that's where the glucose comes from so the solution if the baby has low blood sugar is like feed 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 that's how you get sure. that blood sugar back up mm-hmm. so they gave him formula when i couldn't When the nursing wasn't happening. Yeah. So we finally got back to our postpartum room. It was 2 a.m. And my in-laws were still there. He stayed in our room... And he was quiet. And they rolled in a wheelie bed that my husband slept on. And I just remember it was, like, qu- like surreal. Because it was mm-hmm. like, there's three of us in this room. And it was mm. quiet. He wasn't, like, wailing or anything. And I don't remember trying to nurse anymore. I don't know that they necessarily... The name of the game became the blood sugar. We really have to, mm-hmm. like, get this up. Or, he... or you can't go home with your baby if the blood sugar is too low. So they are like, well, we'll monitor. We'll see. And it didn't improve at all.
1: Did you do any like skin to skin? Yeah,
0: we did a lot of kangarooing. Mm hmm, sure. How long after the surgery are you able to walk, get up, and move? I think by the next morning. Like, I remember walking to the bathroom. And you all, I mean, you bleed also mm. <clears throat> vaginally. So you're still in those ridiculous mm. underpants. And it's its gory. <laughs> which it was surprising. Like, I was like, wait, but you cut the baby out of my abdomen. Like, why am I'm I, and like, hemorrhaging, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And they're like, well, you st- you still gotta flush all of that stuff out, and so and you're it's gonna not
2: coming out your sutures,
0: right? Which I just had was like, what? Surprise! And I had pup, which we already talked about, so itchy, so horrible. Still so um, itchy in the hospital. Oh yeah, that's when it got even worse. Was um, after delivery. I was like something wrong, <laughs> you know, like itching, itching, itching. So they yeah. So at noon the next day, they were like, his blood sugar's not improving, and we want to keep him in our NICU here. So they didn't send him to Children's or anything like that. There's a neonatal ICU unit at that hospital. But it was sad because, it was, you know, I didn't know anything about that. So I'm like, what, did, what do you mean? And I can't go home. Mm-hmm. Realizing that I was going to go home and he was going to stay in the hospital. And we can talk more about this later. But, yeah, it was. And you're like, did I do something wrong? I mean, it's very mm-hmm. confusing. So you're like, this is wrong. You know, like, mm-hmm. even though I'm not an emotional person, we didn't have this, like, big, strong bond. Of course, it feels awful, you know, yeah. when your one-day-old baby is taken away from you. And they were like, you can only have four visitors. So it meant you didn't get to see him, Allison. Mm-mm. So it was only grandparents, because, duh. But honestly, I love the hospital. It's like mm-hmm. a hotel where mm-hmm. they take care of you. Right. And yeah, the bed is not that comfortable. But every need is right. met. Every question you have. <laughs> I had this great view, and it was anyway. But I, I mean, I loved being in the hospital. I felt secure and safe, safe and taken care of. And especially having some complications, it was like. Well, I mean, I never considered having a home birth or anything like that. But I was. You was... were
1: where you were comfortable, which exactly. is what's important. Yes,
0: like I felt totally. I wasn't worried. I yeah, mean, you know, I felt great. totally like my needs are met. And my scar is very. Low. It's like under. It's like below my underwear line, so it's never visible, and it's very thin. I mean, it's pencil thin. Mm-hmm. It's not like these thick, bumpy, mm-hmm. gnarly. I mean, it's like right. It's right below your belly button for all to see. Yeah, like mine. You would have to hunt for to find. It's very thin.
1: Should we test that? You'd have to hunt for it. <laughs> you, hunt
2: for it. Is mean, it covered with? It's covered in rolls,
0: <laughs> like <laughs> bushels. <laughs> Okay, um, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Moving on. So, when you have a C section, like I, so we stayed in the hospital four days. Like, often you'll get an extra, you get four days, three nights in the hospital. Sometimes you can swing it into four nights if you have a c section yes mm-hmm. you know cuz recovery is longer they're right. monitoring you know the incision and mm-hmm. you're recovering from so much more when you yes mm-hmm. and you're on pain meds heavier pain Probably, meds yeah. i was on pain meds yeah. even after
2: vaginal delivery
0: which i don't i just remember feeling like mellow feeling good you know not feeling like groggy or stunned but just feeling like i'm fine mm-hmm. I'm good i brought movies to watch very boring movies Lincoln, which I didn't even watch. Ew. I know. Inside Llewellyn Lewis? Llewellyn Davis? Now I don't even remember. Never was heard of it. Too. But I had high hopes of, like, just relaxing, like, watching movies. And <laughs> In my order, hotel. And like, with my thin, you know, mm-hmm. my room dinner. and you know, People bring I you food. And... They do.
1: Was mm-hmm. it hard to relax
0: with everything going on with Cooper, or do you feel like you were able to? Probably, honestly, the meds helped. Yeah. When I was in my room, there was nothing I could do, and so it was like I just gotta let it go. So when I was in my reco- like the postpartum room, yeah, for the most part, I don't, I don't, it, I don't look back on that time like I was so stressed. Like no, it was relaxing. Being in the NICU, being on that unit with Cooper was very stressful and painful. It was so we can talk more about that later. But for me, the recovery aspect and the nurses again so great had these two nurses Mm -hmm. one day shift Sarah one night shift Sarah and they Mm. were so great oh my god I would say yeah I mean for me it was like the pros were kind of like what you were saying last week like I felt secure I felt safe my needs were met Mm -hmm. you know like I just was confident like I'm under the best care I'm doing everything I can for my kid and my own recovery and the the staff was so helpful oh we had a strict visitor policy, though. You had anyone you'd ever met come into the room with you. You had no people, not a single visitor. Just did no it all family. by yourself in your hole. And we were, like, immediate family only. Some grandparents snuck in. And I, I remember being irritated, but now it's like, whatever. But we didn't. Yeah, we were like, no aunts and uncles, like, no friends, No. Just immediate family only, because it was already a stressful, strange time, so... That's good. And it was like, there's no baby, so if you come visit, you're not going to see the baby anyway. So I was like... Who's going to come? To just see me flabbed out on this bed. (laughs) Watching In my, like... (laughs) Yeah. Cons? Yeah, I mean, this delivery is sterile. It's not romantic and bonding. With C-section. Mm-hmm. Which, again, for me, I don't necessarily... At the time, that's all I knew, so it didn't bother me. But now I'm like, you know, I hear other people's stories and I'm like, oh my God, that's so magical. Not that I want that because it's not my Mm -hmm. personality, but I definitely didn't have it.
1: I think there are some
0: ways where
1: even with it being sterile, you can still try to find ways that are... I don't think it has to be black and white. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, I don't want people to think, oh, if you get a C-section, you're not going to be able to bond with your baby or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there are ways you can plan and communicate with staff of, like, okay, right after I want Mm -hmm. this, or... I think there are some ways you can incorporate
0: some stuff. I mean, I think probably the majority of that is my cold Mm -hmm. fish personality. Reserved, you know, emotions. For sure. I mean, you know, my husband's, like, bouncing off the walls, like a puppy, like, Mm -hmm. jumping and me shaking and, like i have no feelings so yeah Yeah, you can make it what you Mm -hmm. what you will you have feelings now and you love your son i do yeah i mean for me it's what i wanted i was very happy with it i don't really Mm -hmm. have any cons the nikki was the complication and we can talk more about that later but that didn't have anything to do with like a c-section or the hospital itself just luck of the draw bad glucose You know, I think it's intimidating to consider when the doctor's like, okay, we're going to do a C-section. It's a major surgery. Like, you're talking about a big old slice. And I think that that's intimidating, Mm -hmm. understandably, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But I remember, you know, asking the doctor about statistics and about mm. how often does this happen and, you know, what's the, like, I don't know, casualty mortality rate, you know. Mm. And it was low. It was just, you know, it's mm. just not even worth being worried about. It was reassuring, you know, mm-hmm. to have the doctor be like, this is so common. We're so prepared for this. We just think they this had is the right move. doc and
2: ready mm-hmm. within minutes.
0: And she was great, yeah. It
2: was a lady slicer dicer? It was a lady. Mm-hmm. And I think
1: it's important for people who had in to a hospital birth who are like, I really don't want a C-section. You know, maybe they do all this planning, they don't want it, and then it happens. I think it's just important for moms to remember, like, that's not a failure. That's not something to beat yourself up over or right. anything. Like, you do what you got to do for your baby and... You carried he... and delivered the baby. Yeah. Still. That's the hard part. You know, like... Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be, I don't know, something... I just think moms just, we can get guilty over anything and everything, and it's just important to remember, like, it's not a failure or something Mm -hmm. like that, you know, at
0: all. And I mean, I just, I literally don't remember the recovery in the hospital, like, and I would do it again, happily. I would only, I mean, next time you would probably just schedule a C-section. Yeah, and that's Mm -hmm. what my doctor said at my follow-up appointment, like, well, we'll probably just schedule a C-section next time, because who wants to go through nine hours of the same rigmarole? But if Absolutely you didn't want up.
2: to have to have another C-section, no, you, you, don't. you could try to, a do. V-back, yeah. Yes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but for Abby, people. she <laughs> wanted a C-section. She was glad she got it. So it's just like, well, just plan on that next time. But mm-hmm. no, you you, you do right. not have you to have a like, C-section we're like, again.
2: Try
0: a different route. Yes, you could a VBAC, which is a what I'm trying to say: vaginal birth after vaginal cesarean. Birth after cesarean. Not verbal birth.
2: Because there's those possible. rumors that once you've had a C-section, all your kids have to be C-sections, and no, that's, not that's just not true. And nor is mean, it no. true even with our mom. Cool. Well,
0: well uh, we do want to give a quick shout-out to listeners in Hong Kong. And Sweden. And Norway. South Africa. Ayo. And, yep.
2: Thank you. Amen. That's a wrap. Amen. That's a wrap. Amen. Mic drop.